0: Welcome to the Smart Driving Cars podcast. Glad to see you once again. We have a great session in store. This edition is sponsored by the Smart ETFs, Smart Transportation and Technology ETF, symbol MOTO. For more information, head to MOTOETF.com. Technical support is provided by CARTS, the Corporation for Automated Road Transportation Safety, a 501c3 corporation. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with the faculty chair of Autonomous Vehicle Engineering at Princeton University, Alan Kornhauser. Hi again, Alan. Hey, hi, Fred. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And with us, we're so happy to see, once again, NVIDIA Vice President of Automotive, Danny Shapiro. Hi, Danny.
1: Hi, guys. It's great to see you. Great
2: to see you, too, Danny.
0: Well, this week, NVIDIA announced a partnership, yet another, with Jaguar Land Rover. They'll be using your computing power for advanced driver assistance and autonomous capabilities in, I think I read, all of their vehicles starting in 2025. And we're here well into 2022, so it's not far off. Tell us more about the partnership and the significance here, Danny.
1: Yeah, thanks so much. This is a really exciting uh, announcement. Um, We work with many car companies all over the world. Um, Jaguar, Land Rover. Has been around for a long time and produces beautiful vehicles. They recognize, though, to move to their next generation of design, though, they needed partnering with us. And essentially, it's reimagining what they call modern luxury, bringing technology, bringing artificial intelligence to the entire fleet. So, as you mentioned, every Jaguar model, every Land Rover model, all trim levels, will be built on the NVIDIA drive platform. So that's our new computing platform in the vehicle. It's a whole suite of sensors, cameras, radar, front-facing LiDAR, and it's a software-defined approach so that the features, the capabilities of the cars will get better over time. Um, Several years of work ahead of us to to bring them to market, but once they start shipping, uh, we'll be able to build this fleet out and add new capabilities with software updates.
0: So, over-the-air updates uh, is what uh, the owners are going to be seeing once once this hits the market.
1: Absolutely. Hey, I-
2: It's really great that you're bringing it across the the whole line, uh, because I think, you know, in some senses, this will provide some standardization across the line. It will get everybody comfortable with all the applications and and, and all the the features that one is bringing. One still has to deal with the driver and the loop and all this. And, and in some sense, they they have to feel comfortable and, and move move along with the product as, as it evolves, right? I mean, you know that's,
1: as we talked about before, this is bringing not full self-driving to market right. necessarily, but it's bringing the technology and the foundation to cars sooner and making those cars safer. And so even if there's a driver behind the wheel, the system will recognize hazards and be able to provide alerts and or step in. Uh, to prevent those kinds of uh, potential accidents that otherwise would happen
2: yeah the 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 advanced driver assistance systems the automated collision avoidance that, that really works and really you know saves my butt you know when i'm there and so on i mean we 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 all need help we 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 all need help in this and making it safer right
1: and what, what Jaguar and Land Rover you know, recognizes too, it's not just about what's in the car. So they'll be using our full, what we call end-to-end platform. So the AI starts in the data center, it's trained. Uh, there's on-road testing, of course, but before we even get to that, we use simulation. Now the simulation system based on Omniverse, we're using also for data generation, synthetic data generation, which improves the artificial intelligence and lets us accelerate development uh, far beyond what data could be collected in the real world.
2: Right, because it allows you to create scenarios that other. I mean, you really don't want to create those scenarios for real, because I mean, you know how many stunt drivers and so on, and really good people would you need to be able to do it? But of course, being able to generate those things, run them in simulation, get the systems to be able to respond properly to them, and so on. Right? I mean, uh, my,
0: Danny. One of the things that's interesting here too is that uh, the engineers. From both sides are going to be working together here to develop that and that's that seems like a a fairly unique kind of approach tell tell us more
1: i mean it's it's not unique for us but i think it's unique for the industry this is how we've always worked with partners whether it's a game developer on that side our engineers work with those game developers um our engineers work with disney and pixar designers on basically creating new ways of doing things. And so our engineers sit side by side with our automotive partners uh, and jointly develop the technology. We have the foundation, all the building blocks, the libraries, the deep neural networks, software stacks, but the applications are created unique to Jaguar Land Rover. So they will still be able to differentiate, offer a unique perspective, a unique user interface and decide really what are those features that go into their cars despite the fact that the core platform is being adopted by many other car makers in the market.
0: And that gives them the opportunity to have a, a deeper <clears throat> understanding of the two when it comes time to selling this to their customers.
1: That's right. And, you know, it gives it gives car makers the ability to have an ongoing relationship with their customer base directly. I mean, the car still may be sold through a dealer, but the software update, the, uh, the data flows back and forth between the consumer and the car maker and it creates this long-term uh, relationship with us as well because we will continue to support those vehicles um, for the life of the vehicle so it's a long-term strategic partnership it's different from being a supplier and just selling a part, but instead we're working together with them uh, over the course of many years to bring it to market and many many years after they start shipping
2: you know, with, with car dealers, I think one of the issues is, is, um, is of course, they would like to get some recurring revenue out of the, out of the customer they have. I mean, it's just a business and so, so on and and, and sort of the traditional model is that they they sell it to you, and then you know it's over. And then of course, what they want to do is that has, is have that thing become obsolete as fast as possible, so that you run back and buy another one, right? But now with the updates and so on, you can that thing can continue to remain uh, um, relevant, non-obsolete. But as part of that process gives them an opportunity to participate in that and and people I would think would be would be willing to pay for that and 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 sure. and so it so it really doesn't ruin their business for them. It gives us an, it gives them a new business opportunity, which in fact may enhance their business and, and should enhance, right? Or we but miss it,
1: Yeah, the potential for business model transformation is huge. Recurring revenue streams are possible. Um, our deals that we're structuring is that we share in that, that revenue with, with our partners. They're excited about that because again, this is all incremental to what they've had before and we're enabling them. They couldn't do it without us. So we're okay. enabling a whole new business model and revenue stream for them. And uh, that's why I think some of these deals that we've been announcing over the last couple of years um, really transform the experience for the customer. Uh, it transforms and becomes a new profit center for the automakers. And and it's good for us. We've announced um, over the last year that our pipeline of future hardware software in vehicles is now over $8 billion. So it's still a relatively small business today, but now with our new technology that's rolling out first uh, in some of the Chinese automakers later this year and others into Mercedes then in a couple of years, into Jaguar Land Rover, we look at a six-year horizon. It's a massive uh, opportunity for us. Yeah, my, understanding, my, my understanding is
2: in Mercedes, you're going to be in there in the 2024 model. Is that correct right. or not? Right? Yeah. So I, I went down to my Mercedes dealer and I said, I want one of those
1: guys. <laughs> so, it, so similarly, right? It's starting yeah. at that yeah. point in time, every yeah. single Mercedes model, every trim level uh, will have the same platform on board. And the consumer then will have the ability to decide, Uh, what options they they want to pay for at that time but if they don't buy it at the point of sale they can always add it later right Right. it's it's just a software switch right and these
0: are these are evs too that we're talking about i suppose yeah i mean
1: we're not um saying our technology only works on evs but if you look at the trend you look at the announcements of automakers these next generation vehicles everyone's moving to ev and uh there will be this phasing out. I think you know some of the, the research shows uh mid 2030s is when the EV sales will uh, overtake combustion engine. Um so EVs on an up trajectory, combustion engines on the downward, and uh it'll it'll take a few decades though.
2: But but you're uh, for you it does, the, the powertrain doesn't really matter all that much, right? I mean, whether it's ICE, yeah, who knows, nuclear, hydrogen, <laughs> no, I don't, but you know, I, I we don't want to get
1: goofy here. But, yeah. yeah, what's significant is this mindset of re-architecting the car, right? right. We're re um, reimagining how things interact. And so uh, a lot of times they're just blank sheeting this. And so right. I don't know anyone who's going to design from scratch a brand new combustion engine vehicle, yeah, but all cool. moving to to EV or, or other energy sources. Um, but starting with that computer in the center, connectivity to surround sensors, redundancies <laughs> built in, and you know all I mean basically everything from the data center, cybersecurity, networking, you know high speed interconnect switches, all of these kinds of things. When you're dealing with supercomputing centers. Um, we're making a small mobile supercomputer now. So you start with the computer, the peripherals, and then uh, everything drive by wire. And of course, that means all the controllers. Now there aren't just window
2: controllers, and there aren't just you know who knows what heat controllers, and and separate chipsets for that part of it are there, or I mean you're, you're well, integrating all
1: that, right? So everything becomes software defined. And so we're right. basically, there's there's still going to be some mechanical sure. or electromechanical thing to roll the windows up and of, down. Of course. I
2: mean, but, software
1: doesn't do that, right? Right, right. <laughs> but, um, but essentially then we'll be able to, you know, if we're talking about windows, you could have different modes or settings or preferences of how the windows go up and down their speeds or where they stop or whatever it is. So the mirrors, you think about, yeah, heating, cooling, all of these things are all fully programmable, the door locks, right? You can set it to automatically lock in some places and not in others, right? So you can tie it into the GPS and other systems. So there's a huge amount of flexibility and that's where the software comes in. That's what's exciting. You can change, you know, a hundred different preferences of how the car behaves based on the driver profile.
2: You can even do, can you do, Hey Danny, roll up the window? I mean, we're going to do "Hey Danny" <laughs> instead of "Hey Alexa." We're going to do "Hey Danny."
1: Yeah, that's, that's I don't know part. why. But, but you're right. I, I, so you know so why we're, not? Huh? We're also, you know, part of this is what we call the chauffeur for yeah. automated driving and the concierge, which is inside the vehicle. Yeah. Um, so there's all kinds of of tools that we provide to let our customers, the automakers, uh, tune that. And so that could be conversational AI. There could be driver and occupant monitoring. Um, automatically recognizing who's in the car to set things. Um, but same thing, conversational AI to interact with the vehicle, uh, and then it goes to the cloud if it needs to to search for restaurants or you know, weather or traffic or anything like that. And, and you can also uh,
2: with that have a much closer relationship with the with the owner or the family who has the car. In other words, I mean, you can you can actually establish a, a partnership with with them in terms of, you know, the kind of helping them. What kind of help do you need? Not not just to sit there and watch them and look over them, but but also to you know, to, to work with them. Right. I mean, all that stuff is available.
1: Yeah, so there's obviously a number of of safety um, aspects and then convenience as well. But uh, to ensure nothing is left in the backseat when uh, when the car's you know locked and somebody walks away, uh, is just one simple example. You
0: know, there's been so much uh, controversy, Danny, and, and perhaps confusion uh, around phrases like "full self-driving" and "and autonomous." Maybe you can explain what realistic ex- expectations are here. Throwing those to the side.
1: Yeah, I think um, what what we've announced with Jaguar Land Rover is you know on the SAE levels it's level two plus and level three. So I would call that driver assistance and automated driving. But it certainly is not full self driving. The um, you know, autopilot is a nebulous term because you think about it, you have an, it kind of came from airplanes. And so they're on autopilot, but there's still a pilot sitting there in place. <laughs> two of them, <laughs> two <Right>. of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so um, you know, I, I think in that model, it sure it's an autopilot. It's the the car's driving itself, but there's somebody there that if they need to take over, um, they can. And uh, but so to me, full self-driving is the level four range, and that's when you could close your eyes, you could sleep, you could work, watch a movie. Um, And so we're working with companies on on the robo-taxi front and elsewhere to achieve those kinds of experiences. Um, And I think it's critical that the public understands what it is that is in their vehicle um, and what its capabilities and limits are.
0: We'll be back with more, but this is a good time to remind you about our sponsor, the Smart ETFs, Smart Transportation and Technology ETF, Symbol MOTO. To get more info, head to MOTOETF.com. On the website, look for the white paper titled The Smart Transportation Revolution. It's under the Insights and News tab. Some great information there that can help you make informed decisions about investing. ETFs, you probably know, can be a good way to spread spread risk with your investments. Maybe focus on a particular category of stocks. The website, again, is MOTOETF.com. We're back with more of Smart Driving Cars and our guest, NVIDIA Automotive Vice President Danny Shapiro. Let's turn to a couple of headlines uh, for a moment. Uh, from TechCrunch, Allen uh, new Waymo via partnership gives it access to 200,000 shippers and carriers. They're really looking at, the, at shipping as big business for them.
2: Well, I think, you know, they, they've taken their technology stack and if it can move people, should be able to move things, too, I guess. I mean, may may even be easier to move things than it is people because they're just things. Um, so, you know, they're, they're going down that market. Um, a lot of other folks are there. Um, um, you know, one wants to do both. Uh, I'm, I'm more interested in moving people. Well, I'm moving, I'm, hey, I'd love to have stuff moved to my house with these things. No problem. So this is great.
0: Danny, what, what, what's your perspective on, on this moving goods?
1: We're, we're seeing a huge uptick. I mean, part of it is just naturally more organizations, more businesses uh, are interested in, in technology we're developing, but you've had um, a shift to more online shopping, commerce. So that's increased the demand for, for goods being shipped all over, uh, but also the driver shortage. I think we've been talking about this for years and it just keeps getting worse. Um, So the need to be able to uh, provide businesses with transport, Um, there's been a lot of supply chain disruptions. And so um, we see a number of companies focused on uh, long haul trucking, hub to hub types of operations, last mile delivery, but even things that aren't on public roads within the ports, within um, uh, logistics centers, uh, warehouses, things like that. So this robotics, materials handling, as well as, as shipping are, are huge opportunities. And there's um, a lot of companies established and startups that we're working with to, to bring our drive technology to non-passenger vehicles.
2: Yeah, absolutely. With, within within the, the, the private confines of a of, of an entity, not on public roads, it's it's also essentially a no brainer. Uh, the mining industry has been trying to do it for for quite quite some time, and I think it's made enormous progress. But then, then the 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 the. the, the, the shipping industry the the docks and so on all those places um, and of course we know the materials handling systems in in the warehouses and so on I mean right. they're all over the place it, it, it's it's just the way to do things I, my my own sort of I guess academic or whatever uh, comments uh, have to do I, I I, if, I, if I could ask you to focus on something, uh, I, you know, I, I, the the bringing of the kinds of things that you're bringing uh, to uh, Land Rover, Jaguar and to Mercedes, I think need to be brought into the trucking industry to help the driver. Okay. I mean, one of the reasons there's a driver shortage is because it is, as far as I can see outside looking in, it is a terribly difficult and and unsafe job and i've even said for many years osha should be in here cleaning the darn place up and 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 providing much more support to the drivers out there i mean i i just i can't see myself driving 10 hours a day Going down, trying to keep something between two white lines, and not hitting stuff ahead of me without a lot of help uh, to do it. I mean, I scratch my butt or I pick my nose, and I I go off the road and die. I mean, it is it is excruciatingly difficult, and 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 no wonder there's a shortage of folks. I mean, to me, the, the I, I would think the low hanging fruit of this thing is is providing again the kinds of things that you're 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 doing for the for the coming owners of jaguar and and mercedes and and and, uh, and 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 land rover to all of these class eights that are out there that it i mean my goodness and i can't believe that that there there exists a ceo of a trucking company who wouldn't who wouldn't be absolutely leading out with it's not to take the driver out of there. It's not to make them driverless. I mean, we have reasons to do that in Trenton because I mean, people are poor. They can't afford it to provide them mobility. You can't afford to, you, you, you just can't afford to pay the driver a, a living wage, but, it, but on these class eights and so on, there's a lot of valuable merchandise back there. And in fact, I, you know, i used to be in that business and all the all this trucking ceos that, that i knew i i they would be wanting to work with you to put them in their trucks way before they say hey no truck. all of a sudden if it's an easier job there's going to be more people wanting to do right. it okay i mean and, and my goodness and you've improved and you've improved safety and you've improved quality of life and you've improved the the delivery i mean that's what I see as a low hanging fruit of this, but, you know, what am I? You know, you know, the backwater institution here that we're here in the swamps of New Jersey. I mean, you know, what the hell?
0: Danny no, Danny does know it well. Stand up there, Danny.
1: Stand up, Danny.
0: Uh, there we go. There we go. <laughs>
1: Anyway, Big reunion coming up this year.
2: Reunion, we're going to do it. We're actually we're going to do it live. Damn it, if it kills us, it may never. Never mind. We don't want to go there. Absolutely.
0: Another quick headline, Alan. Uh, Reuters no. reporting that uh, Volkswagen is in talks with Huawei uh, about acquiring an autonomous driving unit. Billions of euros is what they're talking about here.
2: Yeah, I think you know. Again, look. Uh, the availability of the technology at a, a somewhat affordable price that it is out there to be able to do this is 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 is, is making it a no brainer and and it really we should we should move along that it's not the except for in certain applications and not to pull the the drivers out there or not to to have us continue to have you know nice cars to drive around but we need help, or at least certainly I need help. I've been driving at night now. I mean, well, I'm getting up, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm losing it, Danny. I'm losing it, so I need help, damn it. <laughs> We're here to help
1: you. <laughs> On,
0: along those lines, uh, Danny, uh, with, with all of the work that NVIDIA and, and others have done to bring this technology to market, and Alan talks about the billions. I don't know how many that's been invested here. What are your thoughts about how that's going to translate into real societal value? We were talking about trucking, but it's much much broader than that.
1: Yeah, I, I think you'll you'll see um, access, and the, the the example of what's you know you're working on in Trenton is is great example. Um, the ability to provide transportation services and again goods or people um, really will open it up for people who who cannot afford um, their own vehicles or cannot drive vehicles Um, and it's it it will be life-changing yeah what we're
2: what we're what we've i guess tripped over in trenton i I would like to say we were so so uh, bright to be able to see it is, is an involvement with the, with the schools in Trenton High School. And if you look at the mobility needs of a, of a city like Trenton, and you look at the, at the 12 to 16-year-olds or 10 to 17-year-olds, guess who doesn't have any mobility of, on their own? Now, you know, I don't know what you did with your kids, but I chauffeured mine around, you know, and I love doing it. Uh, well, maybe we had such wonderful time in the car. To get, uh, I mean, you know, just to go across Trenton to shoot hoops with somebody. How's a kid has to walk? OK, in Trenton, in Trenton, if, if you have to live more than a mile, and away, a mile and a half away from your school before the city provides mobility for you. So you're walking it. OK, and your parents don't have money for a car. Seventy percent of the households in Trenton have access to one or fewer cars. And so if you're in that kind of community, which there, unfortunately there are many more than just Trenton, you know, having the opportunity to, to have your technology in there delivering ability to move them whenever they need to move and then sit around all, all the rest of the time saying hey in case you need to go someplace now I, we're available to you i mean is 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 tra- transforms one's opportunities and allows one to who know and then if you if we're finding if we start with the kids in trenton guess who's going to be the customer for this stuff a few years from now guess what guess who's gonna grow with it i'm gonna be gone you know pfft, the hell but you know they're gonna be i mean it's it anyway so
0: um
2: yeah uh, this this has nothing but win 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 all over the place
0: well alan it's been about a, a week now since the state department yeah. of transportation Awarded a five million dollar grant to get this Trenton Moves project going. Let's talk a little bit about the, the next steps. What 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 comes well, next? Well, you know,
2: I mean, uh, I mean, I I I'll take a little credit. Holy mackerel! I got five million bucks in Trenton. I mean, you know, I feel like I feel like I'm the biggest you know philanthropist in the world. But whatever, I and mean, and it allows them to be able to get the darn thing. To at least discuss how to get the darn thing started we you know we still you know have to at least I'm not looking for hundred million uh, mostly from philanthropy I hope because I think it should be philanthropy that that should provide this maybe we'll get Washington to throw in a few and that's to get the darn thing started, to be able to then have a technology companies come in in there and, and really do it and, and start it in Trenton. But the whole idea is that, is that, you know, once we get it working in Trenton, that it go out throughout Mercer County and then replicate it in Newark, Camden, all over the place. And then the whole Northeast and boom, and And then before you know it, it's it's you know, it's a substantial business Uh, And it should be a substantial business and it has the opportunity to be there because, you you know, Danny, I mean, you've been there, right? I mean, this this Moore's Law technology. I mean, look at what you can deliver for a dollar or per dollar versus what you could deliver five years ago, 10 years ago. I mean, the opportunities available with that kind of of. Of, of dynamic now put into now not only the hardware but the software and the ability to do that is uh, my goodness i mean uh, good for everybody helps everybody and you know, the key thing with respect to the Trenton thing involving and, and centering it with the schools as a beginning, you know, the kids will bring the parents and the grandparents. So therefore, we get the whole community The kids are there in the future to then be. And guess what? They then they then get to get to be motivated with the, with the technology from the beginning. I am here doing this because of Sputnik. Because if Sputnik would have occurred five years later, school that I went to blue collar, bottom blue collar, whatever, who knows what I would have, you know, would have loved to, have to get a job in the, in the mills at Pittsburgh and, and tending bar at night. And that's what I, because of Sputnik and it was, I was in the beginning of eighth grade in 1957, it changed education in my blue collar school uh, school district. So that I then got interested in arithmetic more and there was an AP course. And before you knew it, holy hell, I'm applying to Penn State and going as a, as a space cadet, aerospace engineer, blah, 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 blah. And it's because of that. And we have the opportunity in Trenton because of the technology, of, of, of nvidia and nvidia like that to, and whatever to provide mobility to then provide that same kind of inspiration to the to the educational system in trenton that who knows how many kids will then i think more than that more than a few holy mackerel that's part of the value proposition here too oh my goodness how lucky can we be Anyway. I
1: think, I think the, the new technology we're seeing with artificial intelligence, with uh, supercomputing so accessible, it's, it's the, a new tool, a new instrument that will enable people to do uh, amazing work that wasn't possible before. Right, and we do doing in an Trent, and it's going to inspire
2: them to do that instead of who knows what, go work at the mill and 10 bar. Not that there's anything wrong with working at the mill and tending bar. I don't, you know, I don't want to, you know, suggest that there's anything wrong with that, but I mean, I don't know. Anyway, this is what has has us and, and really has. Has the superintendent of the schools? Has the mayor of Trenton? Has the commissioner of transportation? Has the governor of New Jersey? You know, fundamentally motivated here, for the for all the right reasons. I see. You know, not just to get uh, get a couple votes. Pfft. Anyway, that's what's so exciting, and 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 you guys are leading it. Okay who would have thought out of the gaming industry i mean i mean it, it's but it it's of course it of course it all fits in it all it all it all comes together i mean wow
0: providing mobility where it's really needed is what it's all about and that's going to right. be the focus and, and providing
2: uh, opportunities for folks right. you know that otherwise they don't have access to it oh, yipes
0: and that's going to be the focus on the uh, of the next yeah. Smart Driving Car Summit, which is taking place in May.
2: Anyway, yep. yep. So we're gonna do it anyway.
0: And people will get a hands-on look at. at Well, uh, hopefully,
2: yeah. Hopefully, yeah. That's what we're gonna try to create.
0: Well, we want to thank uh, Danny Shapiro for being with us. Danny, terrific! Congratulations on on the great work being done there at Nvidia, and congratulations on on the latest deal.
1: Yeah, I know, like, very, absolutely, congrats. Thanks so much, gentlemen, it's always great talking to you. Okay, thanks.
0: Thank you to our sponsor, the Smart ETFs, Smart Transportation and Technology ETF. The ticker symbol for the ETF is MOTO, and there's more information available at MOTOETF.com. Technical support is provided by CARTS, the Corporation for Automated Road Transportation Safety. 501c3 corporation you can find us at smartdrivingcar.com also on anchor fm spotify TuneIn, wherever you turn to for podcasts you can find us you can get your smart speaker to play us too you can find my tech reports at textination.com i'm fred fishkin along with alan kornhauser thank you for listening or watching and please stay safe